Happy 4th of July weekend. It kind doesn't of, feel like Saturday. It's 4th of July rising. or Actually, it's falling now. <laughs> Officially, we're kind I'm of the downward out. slope. Yeah, if you have any fireworks left, man, just set them off. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight's your night. Tonight's Don't your night. Don't do it tomorrow night. Just no. tonight. Let's, let's put a kibosh on the Sunday fireworks. Yeah. I will tell you there's someone who lit them off at 2 in the morning. Oh, really? Yeah. In our neighborhood. <laughs> I was like, I support your right for fireworks. Just not at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. is a little bit 2 much. 2 a.m. is a little bit much, I know. Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Molly Herman this morning. Good morning. Of Kitchen in the Market. Fame and fortune, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had a little soiree last night. Our 4th of July got a little postponed because of the rain situation. Someone panicked. Well, you know, you just, I mean, it did rain off and on. It was, it was a weird a, it was a, weather day. It was a weird 4th of July. Let's just start off with it was a weird 4th of July Yeah, that opened up for the beautiful fireworks. But for those of us who had planned to have a party at that evening point, you had to call it early. I had because, to call it. Because you didn't want to be this like last minute back and forth. And so it I really good. didn't. Also, holiday in the middle of the week is still a little Can bit hard. Can we say how hard it is to crush a Wednesday yeah. holiday? Yep. Did any, I will tell you guys. That we went to work. I went to work on Thursday because mm-hmm. we were in production for the magazine, Minneapolis right. St. Paul magazine. And uh, I was talking with Allie Kaplan, of course, who's on Shop Girls next. And uh, <laughs> nice plug, <laughs> little plug. Um, she and I were like, this is, there's a lot of people. We really did not, it was so many people downtown that we thought it was going to be a ghost town. It was oh, more than we yeah. thought. Well, and did some people take off before the 4th or did everybody so. take off after the 4th? I don't that know. That was it also was the problem. Weird. Like, do you end with the holiday or do you start with the holiday? Yeah. Keith, my husband, took off Thursday, Friday. Okay. To like, you know, have that long weekend. Right. Come down from that hard Come party on from the that July 4th, which we didn't do. Did he go to the game, the Loons game? Did they he, go? Yep. He and AJ went 4th? to the Loons game, Minnesota United. That's great. And it was a big win. So they yeah. were super happy. That was, I thought it was a cool idea to have that on the 4th. That's they like did a, it last year too. Oh, they did. Do you remember we had to kick you out of our house last year? Because oh, we had to right. go to the game. We were playing Catan. And <laughs> we were playing Catan. Leave. And we're like, um, we have to catch light rail. Sorry, right. guys. Right. I remember that. <laughs> I like that. I like having a thing. I will, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest 4th of July fan because it's always hard for me because in the fact of either I'm, I'm the party thrower and that's fine. Yeah. But when things, it's also one day and it's also a long day. It's like, do you decide, okay, we're going to have the day part. Where you can hang out and we'll have picnic because no one's working, right? Yeah, and then but then you're like, but it has to go till ten at least, right? So then, or do you start at four or five, and then you have six hours? Well, to entertain people. The beauty though is that we have those long evenings now. We had a lot of daylight last night. Yeah, no, last night was great. Last night was great because we started at six. Yes, (laughs) yes, it wasn't the all day situation. So we moved the party from Wednesday to. Last night, and then right. I thought I was going to get cursed because the rain in Litchfield was freaking me out. There was a huge storm in like Glencoe and Litchfield, straight west of me. How far away is that, though? It's drivable for me. Okay. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, I really... What is this, what is this land of Litchfield you <clears throat> speak of? Land of Litchfield. There's a barbecue joint, and I'm sure if my friend Schmitty is listening, that she is like raising her hand right now because yep. her brother works there. Oh, anyway. Cool. There is, um, but we had a great party last night. We had a nice time. We had everybody outside. We had picnic table jammed with, you know, potluck. Yep. And uh, the pizza oven that we have constructed continuing to morph into. It was better last night. It was better. Although I didn't realize that we didn't have the door shut on it for a while. So So the fire. It wasn't getting Also, I need to adjust my dough recipe because it is not my traditional dough recipe that I've been using for like years. 
15 years, okay. which has always been for my inside pizza, is so different when I'm bringing it outside. Is it like the moisture kind, like the humidity changes? It, I, don't, or? I don't, it has to, because it is hmm. completely acting differently. Although I did accidentally let it rise too far in the second in the first second, rise. Okay. That's probably what happened last night. I got lost some elasticity mm-hmm. because it rose too much and when I punched, punched it, down, it down, I had to reform it and it didn't really rise very much the second time. Hmm. So, so operator error is what that was. I think that might be operator. I think that might be girl running around with her head cut off error. <laughs> Making sure it wasn't gonna rain for Party Litchfield. host. Yeah, freaking about the rain <laughs> and my child's looking at me going, mm. Uh, so yeah, so that was fun. We did have some great potato salads. We had some fun, uh, party, you know, like picnic bringings. Everyone brought, our friend Kelly brought veggies straight from her garden. I can't believe she has cucumbers already. I'm so freaked out by that. Well, they're sort of like mad gardeners over there at the O'Reilly household. It is a farm. It's like they know what they're doing. I know. It's kind of amazing. (laughs) And they have these great containers on their patio. Like they have a full garden, like in their yard. Yeah. But they have these really intense beds on their like deck yeah so that you can just walk out your kitchen and tend it and not have to like make a gardening expedition yeah like get on your mucklucks which is what i need and then the animals don't get them because they're up on the deck right i know i think they have good luck with that they're smart like that um so have you been following the world cup at all i mean i know you guys have because you have a soccer family yes and we all did brackets you did brackets so far i'm doing really well are you doing really for the win man england needs to win everybody put some good vibes that way is that happening right now i feel like england and sweden is happening oh it is yes six minutes in nine yeah they started at 9 a.m i'm sure my boys are watching that instead of listening to us on that's okay i'm gonna forgive them for that that is a zero zero right at this point six we're gonna keep checking that situation i have england all the way do you really i do you have england taking it yep I'm just really happy that Brazil is out. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I freaking hate Brazil. Also, this is what I want to say. Do you know Neymar, who is on the Brazilian team? Yeah. Okay, so he, you know he's very famous for doing, I mean, by the way, the male acting during World Cup, like there should be some Academy Award for nominations the for the roles, <laughs> the flops and the roles. So now, I don't know if you've seen this, but if you Google Neymar role, everybody, like all these, I know you need to do it. Uh, fans in Russia and all over the world are doing something called the Neymar role. And they're basically mocking him for his acting. Like if you touch someone on the shoulder or give them a glance in the wrong way, <laughs> you fall on the floor and you roll around in like utter pain oh and gosh. agony. And NPR then you, has a link to it. <laughs> yeah. And then you pop up and you go. And it is the best part is when you see these crowds of people yeah, the agony on his yeah, face. Like shocking. Like these, these crowds at the World Cup are all singing and dancing and then something... They do it and they all drop at the same time and roll around on the ground. It is. <laughs> and so now it's becoming this thing where people are doing it in real life. Right. Like okay. The fans are doing it oh, like I'm in sure. your office. I'll see it and AJ doing it at some point. I, you better. You should just say, hey, AJ, go clean your room or something and he'll flop down into <laughs> the neighbor. I just support the mocking of the ridiculousness right. of this. Because that's the one thing where men's. I, the women don't do it as much. They just don't. No. Because I think they'd be afraid of being ke- accused of histrionics. Yes. And being it emotional would have a babies. Whole different connotation. Whereas the men, for some reason, could just go around and just throw their. And I know it's part of the game. I get it. But the f- just the flamboyancy of yeah, it. Yeah. The blatant. Can we just turn it down? Yeah. Bring it in. Just Bring a it in. Bit. I know. So, you know, you know our friend Carl, who's from Belgium. He, yes. He's in Belgium right now and was there for their win yesterday. Oh, my God. And sent like a little video and. 
like thousands of people going crazy and it was awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I love if you haven't caught the fever yet, you can still, there's still time. You yep. know what I mean? We're just kind of getting down to the good stuff mm-hmm. where it's like now that's, you can kind of pick a team, even if you haven't picked a team before, it's good to pick one now and just, you know, it's elimination rounds. So it's kind of like if you're out, you, if you lose, you lose. Yeah. And if you're not into soccer, what's fun about the world cup though, is that they don't, doesn't end in a tie at this point. Like, no, it's it goes shootouts. to extra time and then it goes to penalty kicks, shootouts. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more exciting for the non soccer yeah. people. Yeah. I will, yesterday, the, uh, I keep saying, I will say, I will say. Uh, <laughs> you are on the radio. I am on say the radio. A lot of so I'm going to say things. Uh, the Brazil and versus Belgium match, if you looked on paper, man, Brazil should have won. You know, they yeah. beat themselves, they had an own goal. It was all the flopping. I know. The name of the flopping. That's made me even happier. All right. Enough (laughs) soccer talk. This isn't sports radio. This is Oh, I get confused. I know. Uh, Just to give you guys a little head up, we are also, uh, we're going to Maven, which is the new big deli that opened on Monday in Uptown with Tim Niver, Laurel Elm, Adam Eaton, the St. Dinette crew. It's Lake and Bryant. Lake and Bryant in the old Tinto space, which was, Mm -hmm. of course, spilled wine. Yes. You know, the infamous spot. (laughs) Infamous. Infamous spot. Um, And it was, uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sort of a neo-Jewish deli, I guess, is what we want to call it. Adam Eaton is, is that doing, what we're going to say? Neo, I don't know. I think I'm going to decide to say that. Because it's not. <laughs> I think we need another name. It's not the same. You know, it's, it's How about different. Modern. Modern. That's what neo means. I know. <laughs> you don't like the neo. Just, yeah. There's a thing there. Yeah. Um, it's, so you, it's counter service. You walk in, you walk up, you order, you get yep. just not, they do not have bagels all day. They no, only have them until 2 like p.m. lunch, right? Or 2 p.m.? I think 2 p.m. So I went on Monday. Yeah. And it was, the, all, everything we had was delicious. Good. Um, get the half chicken. It has this like beautiful harissa sauce over the top of it. It's not too hot. Mm-hmm. Just, just enough spice. Um, the pierogies are great. The falafel's great. I mean, everything we had was delicious. Oh, good. Uh, and it is counter service, but they clear your table and it, it says it on the number that they give you, which I appreciate because I, with all these counter service stuff yeah. popping up, sometimes you're like, okay, do I do I clear? Do I clear? Do I not clear? Where do I clear? Yeah, I don't little know. help, little help. And please. so it says it right there on the number. And I told Laurel, who's uh, one of the owners and and the GM there, I was like, this is awesome because now I know exactly what to do. Right. <laughs> Leave right. my plates. They're going to take care of it. Uh, is there? A, is it? So it is counter service. Is there a tipping situation? There is at the counter. You. And they and they do have staff that come over and like fill your water and get you anything and they check on you and then clear your table so definitely tip it's not you your, don't tip but yeah okay we'll talk about this later ooh that's a good question I didn't tip at the table I tipped at the register okay right because why would you how could you t- you're saying like you would think to leave cash at the table you I wouldn't could, do that but I yeah I tipped at the register because you because no order and pay right there yeah and no one's no one that's another thing is like at counter service places no one's like watching your table specifically. You know what I mean? I think there's probably a, like a crew that does the room. Right. But I don't know if that's a, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. We're going to have to talk about that later. Uh, all right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to have a great show. We have, we're going to talk about small town food festivals. We're talking about hot dogs. We got Yeehaw. a farm tour and some TV chef updates from local soon to be stars. We'll be right back. This is a weekly dish. Thanks for joining us. We are brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on this gorgeous Saturday morning. It is a beautiful day. It's going to be a great one. I I live in South Minneapolis, so I came up Hiawatha, and you get this gorgeous view of downtown and the stadium and everything. And I had this moment this morning, I was like, 
What a pretty city. What a pretty city. And there was not a cloud in the sky. I know. It was I know. really gorgeous. For all of, I know we talk a lot about weather on this show. <laughs> it's Someone Minnesota. Said, of course know, we talk like, about weather. You guys really talk a lot about the weather. And there was no judgment in it. They just sort of had to make that observation for me. And I realized, I mean, a lot of my eating is tied to the weather. I'm like well, a lot normal. of the way, right? But I think a lot. Of, it's not for everybody, though. Oh. A lot of people just like, oh, this is what I'm eating. This is what's here. But for us, the seasonality to it, but then also the mood. Well, yeah, is but part I don't of think it. anybody's going to make chili on a hundred degree day. Like, I mean, so whether they realize it or not, they're still a eating lot of around don't the weather. Make things, and so it's oh, like, well, what's in the fridge? That. That's what I'm going to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's the part of it. But I do believe that a lot of it has to do with what the weather is to how you eat, like what sure. you're, what you're craving and stuff. But I don't know. It's funny. So today you're, it's just for all the rain that we've had the last couple, yeah. the last, you know, I think like five or six days of rain. Mm-hmm. And then I think that it's great that we're opening up to some seriously blue skies. Well, and it just looks gorgeous. And I think that we talk about the weather <laughs> because we have so many different types of weather that we just appreciate what we're in. Right. You know, well, and, yeah, Minnesotans are a little bit weather obsessed anyway. Well, yeah. We to sort be. of define ourselves by it. That's okay. There's, if you ever watch like local news in other markets, like I was in Ohio watching the local news, their weather team was a joke. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> where is your, you know, Doppler radar people? I don't understand. <laughs> hey, I lived in San Diego. The weather out yeah, there is, there is no weather the out there. It's no weather. <laughs> yeah. What those poor weather people have to be like, they just stand there yep, and look, there we stand go. There and look pretty. <laughs> right good. We're just going to replay yesterday's news. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah. That's really funny. So one of the things, the other things that Minnesotans are known for is farm farming and agriculture. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that I think also is one of the reasons why it is ingrained in us to talk about the weather. Yeah, because very agrarian economy that yes, it started. And that is your entire job. Your economy is mm-hmm. based on how's it going out there? What's it look like yeah. today? And, you know, you guys heard me talk about uh, Common Ground Minnesota and the farmers I met through that. And I love those those women and the idea that they're like, it was raining on when we had our farm dinner and they were like, well, I mean, we're still doing the tour and we're still doing the dinner because we as farmers, we don't have rain days. No, (laughs) we don't have rain days. We don't have like, Oh, snow day, you know, not doing anything today. Got to still feed the animals, Mm -hmm. you know? So what I love about that is, um, and I love that the small town aspect in the summer is to celebrate the harvest of whatever your small town was. So my big thing this summer is going to be, I decided I made Jake like make a pledge with me that we have a summer manifesto. Basically (laughs) now that July 4th is done. Now I can focus on the rest of my summer. I feel like that. It's the start of your summer. It is. It kind of is. Think about it. Like you're going through school and everything else. So now you're like, let's go. So my big let's go is get out to a small town food festival because they are happening now through the rest of the summer. Like, you know, in town, Hopkins has had having raspberry days right now. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have you ever gone out to that you know, one? We haven't. And I, I was about to ask you, like, what would be your favorites to go to? Well, I don't necessarily want to go to ones that are in town. Okay, like I, I raspberry festival is great. I have gone to raspberry you festival get out in the country, though. yeah, a bunch because I lived out west. I want to drive. Mm-hmm. I want to really, really drive and hit something really interesting and sort of like something that has defined the town. So I have a bunch for you, actually. Tell me. I'm going to tell you the first one is, uh, and this is interesting, and this is, I'm excited to ask you this question. Okay. So the at the world's largest wild rice festival up in Deer River, which okay. is 
north of Brainerd. Oh, my. Yeah. North of Brainerd, kind of a little outside of Grand Rapids. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a trek, but that's, that's, that's not a, oh, wake up on Saturday and say, let's go to this. Sure. It is. If you could do it, you could do you it. Wake if up you early were, enough. Also, it depends on where you live in the metro. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of these are, yeah, a lot of these you're going to have to either make your plan or stay overnight because yeah. a lot of them are three day festivals or things like that. Um, but the world's largest, yeah, that's all weekend. The wild rice festival, you could have gone up last night or you could decide, you know, to do just like drive up today and then ha- have a mm-hmm. lot of Sundays fun. But they have a flea market. You know, they're doing what I love. They have an Ojibwe powwow because wild rice and that part of the country of the state is just so uh, rich in that culture. Um, Here's what they have that I think is interesting, you guys. They have a sportsman's club turtle feed. They they have a turtle dinner. They're eating turtle. They're eating turtles on Friday night. They did it last night. So next year you're going to make plans to go. I might. I think this is interesting. Have you ever had turtle? I have not, but you know, uh, I'm trying to think who the, which country it was, but when they were, went down to the Galapagos Islands, mm-hmm. you know, they took goats oh. on the boats to feed the, oh, sure. and then they realized livestock was a little bit much to handle and they found these giant tortoises yeah, and ate them and it, they lived for a year turned upside down in their shell. So they just stocked their boats with tortoises Ooh. and made, okay, you know, now you're tortoises. making me like super Sorry. sad. <laughs> You brought up turtles. I know, sorry. but these are not it's a like the Lapagos that has turtles. been eaten for a long time. <laughs> I'll stop quoting the History Channel. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, these are like river snappers who are mean and okay. kind of maybe deserve Eat to be the shot. snapping turtles. No, I don't know. I don't know. But I know that this is a sportsman club thing, so they're like, you know, that's really funny. Okay, on to more of history's mistakes. Uh, let's move on to hot dog night, which is happening. Totally derailed you, sorry. Derailed me there. I just totally got into a space where I was looking at <laughs> ships and poor tortoises on their backs for a year. Okay. Um, hot dog night is much more fun out in Laverne, which is close to South Dakota, which is not that far. <laughs> <laughs> for you. Every time we go out to your house in Orono, Keith is like, are we almost to South Dakota? Yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> almost. Keith. I know. Uh, this is what I love about Hot Dog Night. July 12th in Laverne. Small town place. Um, they're giving over 15,000 free hot dogs in town. It's not like one stand. How do they it's do that? that? Like, it's the entire town has, they each have hot dog stands in their stores. And like, they have a couple different kiosk things. And they just give out 15,000 hot dogs. But why hot dogs? Like, do they have a plant that makes hot dogs there? Or I assume that that has got to be part of the some sort of history of the town. yeah of the of the hog race, you know, mm-hmm. hog farming and stuff. But they have wiener races, you know, wiener dog races. They have a wiener man triathlon. I mean, come on, how cute is that? <laughs> Instead of an Iron Man, um, but that's kind of a fun one. That's a one day thing. That's out, you know, that happens on that Friday night. I think it's on July twelfth. That's kind of fun. Here's one that's very possible: Corn Capital Days. Now. Obviously, Minnesota is very heavy with corn. Heavy. And there's corn fests all over. We have corn days in Long Lake, which is funny now that I think about it, because there's not a lot of people growing corn in Long Lake. (laughs) (laughs) They just wanted an excuse to throw a corn feed. Yeah, I know. Well, and this is what Corn Capital Day is in Olivia, Minnesota, which is just west of Glencoe, which is not that far. Yep. Um, And I mean, that's like from the city. I think it's an hour and a half drive. These are good drives like that. You should be able to like open your windows and get some cartoons going to the right thing and just. Take a drive. Uh, they have a three-day thing from July 23rd to the 29th. Actually, it's a six-day thing, 23rd through the 29th. And they uh, they do, like, keg shooting and waterball fight with the fire department. 
Do you know what that is like? Uh, no. Have you never had that? No. Oh God, that's so fun. You have the fire department. They have they open up the hoses and they either have like a, they try to like like hose the ball across the line. Okay. And then they have a keg shoot where they try to shoot an empty keg, like who can shoot it the farthest with water. It is a fun thing to watch. You see, this is the small town stuff you need to really embrace. Clearly. I mean, I grew up in a small town that had, you know, farming. You had roots. strawberry days. We you had were like a strawberry, strawberry queen. festival. But the strawberry festival was big. Like, it was oh. almost as big as the state fair. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Right. Well, there's, and that's, there's plenty of county fairs you can go do and things yeah. like that. But this, uh, there's like corn feed and corn Olympics in Olivia. Uh, the big one that we should probably talk about that we've talked about before on the show is Brom Pie Day which is up in Rom, Minnesota, which is just north of Cambridge. Again, very close to town. It happens on a Friday, though. So it's the first Friday in August. Brom is, you know, called the homemade pie capital in Minnesota by Governor Rudy, Rudy Perpich way back in 1990. Okay. And the history of that is that it used to be where people would be going up to Duluth. They would stop at this one cafe in Brom, and I can't remember the name of it, but they would stop there for a piece of pie because the drive to Duluth was so, so far. far. And so that became this little like stop off. Yeah. And then it's sort of the, the homemade pies became a thing. And now it's the pie capital. And Pie Day draws just thousands of people. And they have over 1,100 homemade pies wow. just being served. And they have a pie eating contest. They have pie trivia. And do they have like a local pie tradition? Like is it, you know, is there thing like, strawberry is there a thing? Nope. Or is it like a one particular There's, pie that they're famous for? Nope. It's just pie. Just pie in general. Okay. Uh, that's on August 3rd. August 11th, we have the Minnesota Garlic Festival in Hutchinson. That's a big deal with chefs. I know yes. a lot of chefs that go out there to to that. That's just Western Minnetonka. That's super close. Yeah. That one is, uh, and it's rain or shine, I like, so that you can always kind of head out if it's a little bit cloudy. They have a, that has a lot of chef-driven stuff. They have cooking demos. They have, a, they call it the Garlic Cafe. Um, they have garlic ice cream and black mm. garlic. I know, I know. Mm. Yeah, we'll say. Okay, and also one last one. We have Askov Rutabaga Festival in Askov. That is very Minnesota. Rutabaga. It's, it's it's so much more Minnesota because it's Danish. They don't actually not. They used to be like the number one, you know, rutabaga town in the state. They don't do any rutabagas anymore, you guys. But they're all about able skeevers. So oh, well, now, that's much more delicious. Much more delicious. Those little <laughs> lovely round pancakes. I love those pancake balls. So that's up on August 24th through 26th in Askov, which is just north of Hinkley. Okay, so there you go. That's a lot. That's just a sampling of stuff, you guys. There's so many more festivals you could hit all over the all over the state. Super fun. It's little super fun. tiny road trips. I know tiny road trips. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, you guys, we're gonna talk about tube steaks. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Hope you're enjoying your vacation-y type weekend. Uh, hopefully you guys are getting some good sun and fun times uh, on the on the haps. Gorgeous weather. Gorgeous weather. Today and tomorrow. Um, it, And of course the holiday kind of has leaked into this weekend, I think. I'm going to just keep it going. So happy 4th of July, 7th on the 7th. Um, <laughs> one of the things that happens on 4th of July, it seems to me, is people eat a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> That is one of the things that they do eat. It's yes. an easy picnic food. Of course, there's Joey Chestnut, Nathan's Famous, the the number one, you know. Hot dog eating contest. Have you, do you remember last year? You talked to him. I Wasn't met he here Joey. in the Twin, Twin Cities? And he was he, here. Yeah, you had an interview with him. He was here before he went to on his big national, on his, he was here in June of last year. So right. he was doing a taco eating contest. And we, Drew and I sat with him and we talked about, we did a little Facebook live video about what it took 
to be a hot dog, to be a eating, like a food eating master. And, you know, here's the thing is that, I mean, like we're professional eaters, you know, we take it very seriously, but I don't understand how somebody goes into the world of competitive eating. Like, what is that? Do you know how he said what he said? He said he, he, he literally fell into it because a couple of his friends were like, man, you can eat a lot. That's he was like a software engineer or something. One of those kind of jobs where he basically one of his friends like, dude, you, you can eat a lot. You should. You should take that on the road. Maybe it was like a dare. It kind of was. And now he is like, that's his job. He goes on the road. He eats things and people pay him. And he has sponsors. Oh, he has sponsors. And he's got, you know, he's like, that's his professional job, which we were laughing about because he's like, it is kind of weird. And he's like, he goes, I know that it's not forever. He's like, so I'm trying to be really wise about money. Well, and it can't be good for your body. I mean... Oh, and that's, he also said there'll be a point where some doctor is going to tell me that he's like, but until then, I'll just keep going. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, he won. Yeah, it was his 11th Nathan's hot dog title. And he said he's still in. He eats. So he did eat a record 74 hot dogs at uh, this last one. At which point do they not allow him back? Like, no, let's let somebody else give, have a chance. Well, remember Kobayashi was like the guy who was the reigning one before yes. him. And he and a tiny dude. So small. But that's the point. So is Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut is like skinnier than me for sure. And it's because he's, it's just the process. It's yeah. not like he eats like this. All, it's not like he goes to McDonald's after, you, you know, know and he has the next training regimen of yeah. how he gets his stomach to accept all that. Right. And I get that. But, but so then, and the one thing I remember world. asking him was like, do you then get to still eat hot dogs like as a daily? Cause I enjoy a hot dog, you know, every yeah. once in a while. And he was, and he said, you know, it's surprise. Everyone thinks that I would never look at a hot dog outside of competition. He's like, but I went to the ballpark the next day. I had a great hot dog. <laughs> Like, didn't Good it make on you, you feel, But he goes, because he doesn't eat it the same way either. That's true. Like, he's eating a hot dog sitting at he's a ballpark. He's not enjoying it. He's enjoying it. Yeah. Instead of the dipping it in water. competition is not. It's just getting it in. <laughs> the dipping it in water is the hard part when they do that. You know? Yeah, that's a texture issue. I know. So, let me ask you this. Do you know Please. what a hot dog is? I mean, we all kind of joke about it. Tubular meat? It's a tube steak, for sure. We always talk about that. But, mm-hmm. I mean... It's kind of become a joke for people to be iconically understood as the scrap meat from. Well, and I think that's what it used to be, right? What it is now is completely different than its history. Yeah. And different recipes create different tastes Mm -hmm. and different flavors. So much so that the reason I was thinking about this is because on the 4th of July, I had, you know, the pack of teens at my house and I was, and because we had canceled the party and then all of a sudden I had a pack of teens at my house. I realized I'm actually still having a party. It's just this kind of party now. So I said, what do you guys want? I said, do you want me to, you want me to whip up some stir fry or you want me to, you know, <laughs> you brought out stir fry. I did the because July. the boys love stir fry. So I was like, should we do stir fry? Do you want me to get some sushi? And they're like, we thought we would do hot dogs because it's America. And I was like, okay. And then I said, that's valid. I go, okay. Well, what kind of hot dogs are like, what do you mean? Hot dogs. I was like, well, I'm like, what kind of hot dogs? Blank stairs. Blank stairs. So apparently I am all about like, did you want brats? You want smoked brats? You want kielbasa? Do you want all beef? Do you want all beef? Do you want, you know, chicken brats? Do you want brats at all or just dogs? Like, do you want the plumpy ones? Do you want to go basic? It was interesting. So I went out and bought, I probably bought seven different kinds. And did you have like, so you had a hot dog tasting? We kind of had a hot dog tasting. Smorgasbord? It was interesting to me also because very polarizing on this, the idea of, the cheese hot dog, which has become oh. a thing, which 
I am a thing I, when I was growing up. I mean, it's it's a thing. It's always been a thing. Yeah. But I'm saying you're either f- very pro or very against. So here's where the weirdness happens is I'm more of a brat person anyway. Yeah. I do. I love cheese in my brat. I don't like cheese in my hot dog. Oh, oh, for you, it's a separate. Yeah. It's a definition within the tube steak yeah. situation. Brat. OK. Cheese in my hot dog. Not OK. I have to say those Gerhardt Kesa brats that we got from you. Casa Thirst. Oh, I those. love Gerhardt's brats. If you guys have not had them, right. go find them. They are local. They are so good. The smoked, the Casa Thirst. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, Kesa. Kesa. Because it has an umlaut. Um, yeah, thanks, German. Yeah, it's Kesa is German <laughs> for cheese. What well, you there learn. you go. Uh, they are, in fact, you have spoiled Jake at this point because now all he wants, because Molly gave us a whole bunch of uh, Gerhardt brats. I had some leftover from yeah. the party. And so he is now like, every time he's like, did you get the Gerhardt's? I'm like, I know I went to the other store and they didn't have <laughs> they them. Didn't Gerhardt's. So he's a little bit spoiled on that. But I will, uh, there's a lot of people. So when you go to the store, those are your number one picks. Yes. The Gerhardt's. Gerhardt's and the, how do you say it again? Kesa. Kesa Wurst. Kesa Wurst. Kesa Wurst is Kesa my Wurst. go-to. And then I, the Smoked is my second favorite. You, and actually, those are AJ's favorites. They've been his favorite for years. Do you get, um, do you ever get like the Butcher and Boar ones? That are in the stores? I used to. Those? I used to. Um, and then Gerhard's sort of took it over for me. But yes, I, I mean, they're, I like they're good as well. I got and a they pack have different of those. flavors. They have like a jalapeno one yep. too. Mm-hmm. They have a cheddar worst, which is really good. That's the one I bought. That was the cheese dog that I bought was yep. their cheddar worst. I like and that I one. thought that has a really great, in fact, and then New Bohemia, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, the hot dog and beer place in town. Well, they're more than hot dogs. They have two locations now, don't they? They have... Eight locations. Are you kidding me? They are franchising. Yeah. Huh. So they are well, in. They're in Northeast Minneapolis. They're out in Egan. They've got uh, places in Golden Valley. I, that's the one I used to go to in Golden Valley, right on the end of the Miracle Mile strip okay. mall, because Jake would have guitar lessons and I would go and sit mm-hmm. and have a beer and a hot dog. They got one on Lake Street. Yep. So they are. Yep. Um, so they're kind of uh, the only really hot dog shop restaurant. Think about this. Do we have hot dog restaurants in town? Well, you're wearing a shirt right now that you should talk about. But that's not a hot dog restaurant. I have True. a Kermarchik's Deli shirt on. Yes. but And they have, of course, beautiful sausages and Wurst. And, oh my God, their Knockwurst, is, their, with a K, Knockwurst, is snappy and beautiful. But, like, here's the deal. Chicago, obviously. Hot dog shops on every corner. Right. We had that Prairie Dogs place yep. for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Didn't really go well. Um... Why can't we have hot dog shops? Shops. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a ballpark item. Yeah, but for I'm, sure, that's the thing. Minnesotans like we love. What about Nate Dogs though? He he does a bang up business, mobile food cart yeah, downtown, a, and private yeah. events and stuff. So I mean, but mobile also, shop. But also think about the fact that of all the food trucks, nobody else is doing a hot dog truck. Like nobody else true. has got a hot dog thing, but Nate. Mm-hmm. I think that's weird. Well, I and you call like when you say dogs, like you're including brats and sausages in that. And to me, like I Do hot dogs really? are dogs and then these are sausages. I keep them all together because okay. I will eat. I will absolutely sit in one moment and eat a brat with, you know, sauerkraut and good onions and all that good stuff and hot mustard. And the second thing I'm going to do is pick up a hot dog. So to me, it's mm. like they're all together. There's your Facebook question. Did you do a Facebook I question didn't, today? I was a little bit soggy this morning, guys. Sorry. <laughs> there was a party last night. There was a party at my house last night. I had to move dishes to get to my coffee maker. So that was not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that just was the deal. But uh, do you know what I mean? 
Okay, here's the deal. We're going to take a break, you guys. It is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So if anyone's on vacation and still listening <laughs> live. Right, if anybody's listening. That's right. Then if you want to call in and let us know what your hot dog world and also why do you think we don't we can't have hot dog shops here i don't cheese, know no cheese do you include brats with the dogs yeah There's i lots, would love lots of to questions know. 651-641-1071 we'll be right back this is the weekly dish brought to you by red cow and red rabbit Baby, hey boys this is the ask you. stephanie portion of the show you guys 651-641-1071 if you want to give us a call and uh, ask us anything and uh, report anything. If you've got something, some tips and tricks for summer eating, uh, we are here for you. We did get a little text wondering about, uh, since today is going to be so gorgeous, where mm-hmm. is some great places to go eat outside today? Sandcastle. Sandcastle. On Lake yes. Thomas. That's Good where I would call. go. You would go to Sandcastle, which is, of course, uh, Doug Flicker and Amy Greeley's yep. little beach shack. And great place to go get a quick taco on fry bread or their fried chicken is great although that's happening only on Wednesdays I think. They have so it's a fun menu. Yep. They also have like soft serve. They have the best horchata in the cities I horchata. think. I love their horchata. Yeah. Uh and they have beer and wine. Yeah. And you can sit right there on the lake and they have a patio area that's beautiful. What about Spring Spring Cafe? You oh, had mentioned another that. Good one. I, I was just there. I had an epic Monday. You did. By the way. You did. I saw that. So AJ and I went to Como Lake yeah. and we had lunch at Spring Cafe, which yeah. is owned by Matty O'Reilly and J.D. Fratsky's, uh the executive chef there. I had like this walleye bowl that was delicious. Oh. AJ had a beef brisket sandwich with pico that was delicious. And they have, it's since it's the Como Park Pavilion, yep. obviously you can either grab it and go sit in the park or you. they have a huge patio. Huge. They, well, and it has that band shell or stage in there for yeah. concerts and stuff. So, you know, you can sit there under the shade and then we rented a paddleboard and kayak and did all that. And then right underneath there is Sweet Science ice cream. So you can have right. a whole afternoon situation, which is what we did. What and you it's did. it's beautiful. I love that. I love that. Also, Again, frozen Negronis. Frozen Negronis. Wait, what? Good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, 651-641-1071 if you want to give us a call. Again, in the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. Um, we were talking about hot dogs. And we, we were, were talking about And Feel free to call in and tell us why you think we don't have hot dog shops. <laughs> With so many Chicago transplants, I'm just so surprised that we don't get to have cute little quick hot dog shops. Maybe they wanted it to be something else. Well, wait a minute. What about okay, uh, Chris and Rob's Chicago Authority? Okay, I, I will give you that. But they that, again, is a Chicago-type shop. I was kind of thinking we should have our own thing. Like, they have Italian beef sandwiches, and they've got... And I love their stuff there. I really mm-hmm. do. And they, you're right. You're right. That's probably so our number have one. one you know, that we can name. Off that the top we of can our name. Head. But I felt like I, you would think you'd be able to like. But we do have our thing. We have Juicy Lucy's. This is true. Maybe I'm trying to. Maybe I'm getting greedy. Stop is forcing what we're somebody else's identity. On I'm us. getting greedy. I guess. Um, do you know though? So okay, I'm going to continue on hot dogs since Please six do. five one six four. I didn't realize how divisive I was on my hot dog borders until we started talking. I know. Um, but don't you think that there's, have you ever had, uh, Skyline chili hot dogs? No. Okay. So, you know, Skyline chili, well, that's Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, their chili is like, it's, or maybe am I thinking the right one? I think maybe, um, there's a whole bunch of different, well, everyone has like, a, that's maybe the my other thing people have types of hot dogs, like in there's regional styles mm-hmm. and we don't seem to have one. Like what's the Minnesota dog? I don't think there is one. Well, like there's the po- the Maxwell Street Polish, you know, which is in Chicago. They also have the Chicago dog. I, think, I know that. I think brats are more the thing here. Honestly, oh, maybe I so. have never. I mean, and I've lived in Florida, Georgia, San Diego, 
um, and here, and I've never seen such a broad culture. Okay, in I'll those give other you places. that. Maybe so that's that, it. I think that that is more the identity uh, if you're going to go just purely tube steak meat sort of thing. Right. I think the brats are more the identity than a hot dog. Okay. All right. I will give you that one. Does that placate you a little bit? A little bit. Yep. I think <laughs> I think it does because you're right. And there's not necessarily like no one goes to like a brat shop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like no. it's not the same. It's like it, there is definitely a home cooking thing about that. That well, is less it's still, about. It's still a grilling thing. It's still a ballpark thing, and I think it's still a like a pub or yeah, um, you know, bar. You still get bar bar bars. bars. Yeah. Hey, we have a question. We have Laura. Laura's on the line. Laura has a question about margaritas. What's up, Laura? Hey, ladies. I would like to know where is the best place to have margaritas on a great day like today. This is a really good question. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say you should go check out Centro in yeah. Northeast <laughs> because Girl is putting $32 pitchers of margaritas on the menu. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I know. I, so that's the Centro in Northeast. Cute little taco shop. And I think that they're going to have the garage doors open. It's going to be nice and breezy and airy. Yeah. And, uh, and they have a history of great cocktails because they're the Lynn 65 crew that has come over. And so it's it's going to be quality it's margaritas, be a good not margarita. like the sugar bomb. Right. That's awesome. Thanks so much. You bet. I love that. That's a really yeah. great idea. I am a huge when it's sunny day margarita drinker as well. Like if it's going to be a good time outside, a little salty, a little nippy. I haven't had a, a margarita in a long time. Haven't it feels you? like I end up drinking margaritas in May. It's a little spring break <laughs> thing. Happens. The alliteration. It literally is like I have a spring break moment where I'm like, it's time for margaritas mm. and I don't get to go on spring break. And so then yeah. I just end up ordering them all the time. The worst thing about a bad margarita is when it is too like syrupy. I hate that. To me. That's why I made, made sure to mention like it's not going to be a sugar bomb at Centro. Right. They're like using quality ingredients and making this, the base themselves. I would rather have tequila. And if I'm going to make them at home, I would rather just put tequila in a glass and squeeze some lemons and limes into mm-hmm. it and then hit it with like a little tiny bit of, you know, triple sack or Cointreau. Cointreau would be the best. Cointreau is my favorite. And just kind of have the liquor be the sweetness instead of using sweet and sour in there. Yes. So question for you. Okay. Is it still a margarita if you use mezcal instead of tequila? I think it is because it's in the same agave family. Like I wouldn't call it a margarita if you were using vodka because that's right. not in that same cactus juice family. Mm-hmm. But I would say that. I And mezcal, mezcal is getting, you know, I, th- I, th- I thought it would be a bigger hit than it has been. It's at a resurgence though. It's on a lot more bar menus now. Yeah. For and sure. it, is, it is more widespread. Um, and mezcal's the smokier yeah. cousin of tequila. It is basically just a different cactus. It comes yeah. from a different cactus in a different region, um, you know, technically. But and um, the preparation is different because they Jalisco is in Jalisco is where tequila is made the the region in Mexico, and then the uh, mezcal is is technically broader uh, range. Yeah, not they're, they're not specific. Oaxacan. Oaxacan. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, couldn't come up with it. Um, okay, Kathleen is in for some hot dog commenting. Kathleen. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. What's your hot dog situation? Good. Well, I'm not a hot dog kind of gal, but I'm from Milwaukee, so I'm definitely a brat girl. And yes. I think because the cities has so many people from Chicago or Wisconsin that we don't necessarily have an identity, but because we have such great like butcher shops, people, we're like gourmet people. So whether it's gourmet hot dogs or different types of brats, we have such great shops that everyone just makes it at home. Yeah, you're right. Well, and Minnesotans are, right. are very much a, I can do this on my own. 
Exactly. So why go out Everything's for a Everything's a little a hot bit dog. more gourmet. Yeah. I think you're right, Kathleen. I'm going to own that. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. Well done. Thanks for the comment, <laughs> Kathleen. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that's super true. Um, have you ever had... Have you ever gone to Denver, by the way, and had... If you do go to Denver, you should have Biker Jim's hot dogs, by the way. Which doesn't feel like... See, again, like Denver's not a place that you would think hot dogs. And I like the idea of Kathleen saying that we're more gourmet because that's what made me think of Biker Jim's because that was the first place I'd ever had an elk dog. Oh. And it was kind of more about the game yeah. and like the sausage, the mix, and that sort of ingredient base. That's what I'm feeling like we could do something hmm. more. I'm sure somebody around here has a bison dog. Well... New Bohemian has, you know, bison and elk and, and you know, those kind of things. Um, but they're more like stunt. You know what I mean? They're kind of like, ooh, try this rattlesnake hot dog. I have a brought comment when we have time. Okay, go ahead. So there's this place I just found out about this. I can't remember the name of it. I'll look it up. But they have a gummy bear brought. That's they have like, Tollefsen's, isn't it? Or No, not Tollefsen's. It's, it's, it, it's, it's a German name. No, it might be Gerhardt's. It's not Gerhardt's. I will look it up and okay. I will look it up and I'll find it. And they have like over a hundred different flavors. Yeah. They're up north. They're like right brats. on the way to Hinkley. Yes. Yeah. It is crazy. Some of the flavors they have on there. And we'll put the link up because everybody needs to see these flavors. They're a little bit outlandish. I don't think true. I would even taste any of them. I think I would taste them. I don't know if I would pay to taste them. <laughs> but the reason they got this gummy bear brought is because they had people that kept telling them, you know, asking them to do it. They're like, we're not doing a gummy bear brat. And they, people were asking. Yes, for, who asks for? And they, can I please have a candy corn brat? That would be horrible. I think they wore them down so much that they finally put it on, and they're like, "Hey, it's not so bad." And it's one of their best. No, sellers. I've seen somebody. I think I saw Ma from Fox Nine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, we'll you get the look link at up. that. I want to tell you a little bit about uh, what I want to talk about the hot dog topping quickly, and we don't have a ton of time. <laughs> In fact, we have like a minute. <laughs> but I want to tell you that the thing that I would love for everyone to do is to not stick to your ketchup and mustard or just kraut. I love a kraut and a hot mustard. Trust me. But my favorite hot dog, and I've talked about this before, is when you take a really good beef dog or like a Polish and you pipe cream, you split it and you split grill it so that it's like both sides are crispy yeah, and it's crispy, crispy on the I inside. Like that. I pipe the middle with cream cheese. I put salt and vinegar chips on top with pickles and that is the best hot dog you've ever had. Oh, a pickle dog. My grandmother yeah. used to split the hot dogs like that. It's a yeah. good thing. I know. Oh, that's delicious. Okay. okay that's Grund our hot Hoffers. dog. What is it? Grundhoffers. Grundhoffers, which is kind of like Gerhardt's. Hugo, Minnesota. See? Hugo. There you go. All right, I love it. We're going to be right back, you guys. We have a good show for the rest of the show. Stay tuned for fun stuff. This is the Weekly Dish.